0: I have overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. I have overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. I have overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. Welcome to My Testimony Podcast. I am Takia, your host. I'm super excited to have you here today. Um, On this episode, we're talking about fearlessness. We're talking about boldness. We're talking about following the Lord and being uncompromisingly righteous. (laughs) Um, Praise God, because God is on the throne. Um, The Lord reigns for sure. And I definitely want to encourage you with that before we get into the testimony. Um, so let me read a few scriptures. Today, I'm going to do it a little bit different. I'm going to highlight a few scriptures to you um, that I think speaks to you know, the testimony that you're going to hear today. And so um, let me start at verse Proverbs. Um, I'm going to start with Proverbs 28, verse one. And this is the amplified version. It says, the wicked flee, When no man pursues them, but the uncompromisingly righteous are as bold as a lion. Praise God. The next scripture I want to read is from Hebrews. It's chapter 13. um, It's verse five and six. It says, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, And the next scripture I want to read is Psalms 138 verse 3. It says, on the day I called, you answered me. You made me bold with strength in my soul. Amen. Praise the Lord. And those scriptures are just a few examples, right, of the fact that God desires for us not only to be bold, but to recognize our boldness comes from his strength. Like our boldness and our ability to be bold in the face of fear is only by the Lord strengthening us, right? Um, Because we could do all things through Christ Jesus who gives us strength. That strength comes into our inner soul, which then gives us the ability to stand in the midst of things that are coming against us or against the things that we're doing or against the truth on the inside of us, against the word, against our Lord, whatever it is. No matter what's coming against us, God wants us to be boldness, I mean, to have boldness and to be bold because in essence, we know that he is with us and we know that he would never leave us nor forsake us. And so today's testimony is going to talk about this from various perspectives. And you're going to hear from Javan Johnson in his testimony today. And Javan, he was um, born, he's a born again Christian. Um, he loves Jesus. He loves his wife and his daughter. Um, his his wife's name is Larissa and, or Larissa. I apologize if I'm saying that incorrectly. Um, they have their first child, Uh, she is a baby girl, uh, that they'd had this year in March. So praise the Lord for that. Um, Javan enjoys outreach ministry. Uh, he was involved in campus ministry while in college. And after graduating, um, he started his own Christian production company And he has released a number of albums. He co-produced a Christian theme play um, and he's had uh, his music used on television. So his aim, his goal is to use media as a tool to help spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. So praise the Lord for that. Um, Praise the Lord for the direction in in Javan's life and how he's been using him thus far. And I pray also that you are blessed by the testimony you're going to hear today from Javan. So let's go ahead and get into it.
1: This is Javan Johnson and I would like to share my testimony. So God has been really great in my life and I love sharing what he's done. And so I wanna start really with my childhood. I was blessed to be raised in a Christian home with both of my parents. And so they taught me the word at a early age. I can remember my dad teaching me about the book of Proverbs, let me know that it was a book of wisdom and it's still one of my favorite books even to this day. And so I I got the opportunity to really see my parents, you know, as far as them live it out, um, you know, in their marriage, to love each other. And also they are still to this day involved in ministry. So they're involved in pastoring a church. And so at an early age, I had an example to follow. And so I had a desire in my childhood to know Jesus Christ for myself. explained to me and I understood that I needed a savior. I received Jesus Christ in my childhood. It was a very exciting time for me because it was like, you know, I knew that you know he was awesome and that you know I needed him. And so from there, it was like I really just jumped into it. Um you know, I was already um, a part of a church, you know, at the time. it was like a, a situation to where it was an altar call, and um I was at the church and I went up, you know, and gave my life to the Lord. And then from there, continuing to build taught um, me, you know, and, and were teaching me. And so it was a situation to where, you know, as far as Bible stories, that and then really taking more time to really you know learn on my own as far as like Mm -hmm. you know like I mentioned earlier like my my father told me about the book of Proverbs letting me know that was a book of wisdom um and and really just getting involved as far as like you know learning more about the scriptures learning more about who Jesus is who Jesus what he did uh what he does and then from there like I can even remember as a kid like you know having like a little like toy recorder and even like preaching into the, the recorder so to where at an early age, I had a hunger for the things of God. And then from there, more so building upon it, involved like at my youth group and things like that um, at the church. And also, um, you know, just involved as far as just even at at home, like, you know, just what I was learning, um, the things of God. So as I got older, one of the biggest things that I learned um, was the importance of friendships. One of the most pivotal times of my life was really around the sixth grade. Around sixth grade was a time change as far as like I could tell like in fifth grade we was talking about like Power Rangers and stuff like that and then in sixth grade like the topics started changing and people was talking about sex and things like that and it was like whoa this is like <laughs> this is not what I was expecting type of things and so times that I really had to make decisions and really learn and so that was the most challenging time probably in my youth as far as like having to make decisions Um, you know as far as like you know okay like this person right here is not a good influence and those types of things and you know sometimes just learning about being an odd man out and things like that. And so um, sixth grade was like really the time where I really learned some things. And then also I would say another benefit of being raised the way I was raised was being a leader. And so I think um, the, the benefits of being taught the gospel and being taught about Jesus Christ at an early age, and then also being taught how to be a leader, was very beneficial because it helped me to be able to make decisions, because I feel like one of the biggest things, how people can get sucked into things, as far as like they can get sucked into making bad decisions is like when they when they go along with the crowd. And so like the love I got at home, the teaching I got at home really helped me to get through those stages. Um, When I got to school, um, I was like, you know, I was in the sports and in the athletics and things like that. And so, um, you know, I was involved in sports and around my junior year, um, situation to where, like, I've, I've been through some injuries even prior to that, and um, around my junior year, I really started taking more of an interest in, like, music. Now, I had been in band, um, you know, like, from, like, the sixth grade as far as, like, I played the saxophone, but i taking taken more of an interest in, like, Christian rap music, and so um, around, like, my junior year, I was cross-country, and, um, and I got to, I started, like, hearing, like, melodies, man, I want to make these beats. I want to bring these songs to life type of thing. And so I ended up getting like a keyboard um, for Christmas, like going into like my junior year, like that Christmas between like yeah, my junior year. And so I started getting into production and um, started to, you know, basically writing and production went hand in hand uh, for me. And so I started like, you know, writing Christian rap songs. And that was another way that I could um, use to minister to people. Because one thing about me, I was really comfortable um, you know, at various points in my life, even into adulthood with like one-on-one conversations, um, as far as being able to like share about Jesus Christ one-on-one and just like talk to people about, you know, what Jesus did in my life and what he can do in their life. And so music was another way for me to connect with people. And and so that was something I enjoyed doing. Um, also being involved in the youth group. And so it was like during that, during growing up as a Christian, like there was different ways that I was able to connect with people and also ways that I could really you know cultivate my relationship with, with God and continue to grow in my relationship with him because you know like I wanted to study to show myself approved, make sure that what I'm saying is lining up with scripture and so um that was also um you know something that that I enjoyed doing and so like my like I would say the middle school to high school phases uh, of my life they were they were good phases um I, I definitely went through the 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 time sometimes of feeling like the odd man out because you know, I was abstaining from things and, and making decisions not to do certain things. Um, but by the same token, I was involved, you know, with other things. I was involved, like, with my youth group. I was involved uh, with sports. And then I also, you know, even at home, like, you know, had a really good family life. And so all those things combined was very, very beneficial, um, especially the family life. I mean, I, I'm blessed um, to, like I mentioned earlier, to to grow up in a family with with, uh, with my parents. And then I also have sisters as well. I'm the oldest child, but, um, you know, I have two younger sisters. And so it's a blessing just to, you know, see what God is doing in their life as well. And so just to have each other um, w- was a blessing. And so, so yeah, so um, moving forward, like college um, was a very interesting time for me because like college, like I-, I went away, I was about an hour and a half away from home. And so like college was kind of like middle school again, in the sense of like how I talked about the sixth grade when like, it was just like, I was seeing stuff like, whoa, this is like This is not what I'm trying to do as far as like, you know, people was making a lot of decisions and just, you know, things like in college. It was a lot more amplified as far as like, you know, people was like, you know, partying and just doing things like, you know, that I I didn't want to be involved with. And so um, I got the opportunity to um, hear about this campus ministry. And so like my freshman year of this particular campus ministry, it was kind of like I went to the campus ministry. It was like a Bible study type of thing. I went there and then i pretty much, um, I didn't really socialize. I kind of went to get the word and then kind of kept it moving. My sophomore year was like the year I more so got more involved and started inviting my friends and stuff. And then by my junior year, I actually got invited to be part of like the e-board um, of the, the organization. And then um, my senior year, like I, I actually was the president of the organization. Now, the interesting thing about my senior year was at this particular time, it was a situation to where like they had like a pretty much like a, a minister somebody coming in like from outside of the actual university and they would come in and basically they would speak on the bible study so basically the president's job was kind of more so to kind of like keep things running as far as like you know administratively and things like that well my year the person who was coming in he kind of had like a lot going on like with his schedule and stuff and so it was, it was coming on me to um to actually teach the Bible study and I didn't want it to fall off on my year you know what I mean so I like I was really like okay um I, like I was like I mentioned earlier I was more of a one on one type of person but I feel like that was a time when God really cultivated uh, me in the area of like you know just really learning how to teach more and and really dig deeper into the Word as far as from a teaching perspective. And so, um, you know, we ended up really having like some blessed times during my my senior year of college. I mean, um, we had a lot of people coming and was able to minister to people. And it was a, you know, it was a very blessed time. Um, Another time that I want to mention in college was like my junior year. Like I mentioned, I was into Christian rap. And so like, I was in a situation to where like, a lot of people had never heard of Christian rap. Like, so I was like, you know, I was pretty much all they had heard of. So it was kind of like, Okay, like this is like this is different type of thing, so anyhow, um, one time I felt led like I was supposed to get into this this particular talent show that was like being very very um, hostile. Um, people could be like booing, people could be like yelling out profanities. It could be very hostile, but I felt like I was supposed to be a part of it. And I'm kind of thinking like, man, God, I don't really know about this, you know, um, just because I knew what went on at, at it, but I felt like I was supposed to, you know be involved with it so i decided to you know you know you know uh, put it sign up to be a part of it and everything and um and i just remember like the day of the thing i went and did my sound check i was i was good but as it started getting closer to me I actually trying to go on stage it was like like this, this fear hit me like i mean a fear like ever before it hit me and it was like because people the crowd was loud it was a big crowd and you know, people was getting booed and stuff. And I'm like, man, I don't want to do this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't want to do this. And so like, um, but like I, I like I, you know, I like God like let me know I was gonna be okay. And I remember I went out on the stage and I'll never forget this because like it was um, you know, like the, the event had some different hosts on there. Host was somebody that I actually knew, one of my friends, it was kind of like um a mutual friend type of thing, where it's like, uh, well, one of my friends, friends type of thing. So I was familiar with who she was and I could like see her in my peripheral vision. And like, when I started rapping, I remember like the first, when I first started rapping, it was just like silence and people were just looking at me. Like, and then like people started getting behind me and then I could see her in my peripheral vision. And it was like, but I was like, like God in that moment, it was like God was like encouraging me. And I went from being like
0: scared. Hey, to being, oh, can I just interrupt you for just a two seconds real quick? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If you can back up to where you said that you know, you, ha- you saw that there was a friend, I think you said your friend was hosting the, um, the, the event. Are you able to, to start back from that and I'll put the recordings together because it cut out?
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. So in my peripheral vision, I could see like somebody that I knew. It was like one of my friend's friends. And so I saw her and she was like, she was like getting behind me as far as like, I could, I could see her like clapping out of my peripheral vision. And so that was encouraging. And and then God was encouraging me through various things that was going on. And it was like, I went from being like afraid to getting bold. And then I went from basically like being scared to be on stage to like, y'all going to take this gospel. Like, it was like pretty much just like, <laughs> I'm bold. Like y'all going to take it whether you want it or not. It amazing. Just how God showed me like how, when I'm, when I'm connected to him and doing things in his strength and not my own strength, how, like how, how big of a, Impact it can make. And it's like how it talks about in John 15 and 5 like, yes, I'm the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I and them will produce much fruit, for apart from me, you can do nothing. So it's like when you stay connected to Him, you can get so much done. And so it was a situation to where it really built my faith up that night. And it just showed me just the importance of staying connected. In the flesh, Javan didn't want to do that. Javan didn't want to get up on stage. Javan didn't want to risk that whole. That whole deal, and, and it and it was a situation to where after it happened, like people had stories about it. People was talking, like, cause like people. Hey, I used to have a fro, and so people kind of knew, oh, like the tall skinny kid, uh, skinny kid with the fro type of thing, but they didn't really know. A lot of people didn't really know about me and things like that. So it was kind of like, man, this dude up here speak, uh spitting Christian raps. You know what I mean? So, so it was it was a situation to where God really used that to really show me some things, and so. Um, It was like my, during my my college years, that was a time to where I feel like God really taught me more about um, being, being in his strength and not my own strength. uh, The importance of teaching within a Bible study type of organization and just really growing from there. So um, after graduating from college, I started a Christian production company. Um, I was really into entrepreneurship, even from the time I was a little kid. I didn't really talk about that piece of it, but I was into entrepreneurship hey, as far as hey, like.
0: Javan, Javan, can I interrupt you just for a second? Because I thought like what you were sharing was really, really good. Um, because it's like you, you you spoke on the fact that you have fear, right? Going mm-hmm. up there and really having to like show one, not only your gift, but then you talking about like christian christian rap you know and and it's not always welcome but it's something there um that i just wanted to highlight a little bit more if you don't mind because you have fear but then you you came from that fear to boldness and boldness i know is where like the lord wants us to be so how do you how do you, how can you like encourage someone in that, right? You you knew yeah. what it felt like to be in that fear. And then you felt the Lord moving you into boldness. How do you talk about that more and also encourage someone to, I don't know, arrive there as well, I guess. This is, this is the best thing I can say.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I would say the biggest thing is to remember that it's not you, it's God. It's God working through you. And at that point, it's like you think about like Daniel and the Lion's Then It's like when you think about, okay, like regardless of, of who it is, if God told me to be here and I believe that he wanted me to be here and to, and to say this message that he told me to say, then I got to put my faith in him and not me. And so I think that's the biggest thing is once I separated like the, the fear of like, oh, this is like a scary situation and people might boo me and this kind of stuff, like to like, this is what God had me to do. And God got my back. And if God is for me, who can be against me? Like I, I feel like it's just really just you know it's almost like a situation to where sometimes you don't even realize like how like if you studied out different scriptures and they come back to you. Not saying that that's what was happening. I was aware of that happening in that moment, but it's sometimes just like you 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 put certain things into your system and you you, you uh meditate on the word and then when it's time it comes out. It's kind of like I talked about I played sports earlier and it's it's like you know you put in sometimes like I used to cross country played basketball too but like cross country was the sport that really challenged me probably mentally the most because of just like it was like you weren't 3.1 miles so the thing about it is sometimes that last like 100 meters can can be the difference between like like you know how you place in a race and so somebody sometimes you can pass somebody or somebody can pass you and i remember like a coach one of our coaches telling us like you can't be afraid to hurt basically during that last hundred meters, it may hurt, but you can't be afraid of that. And so just taking all of those lessons I learned and then just applying it, you know, to, to different moments, I feel like is, is really kind of how it came to fruition. So I guess to sum it up is like, just like taking what God had been putting into me, like, and putting it out, out having that output when it was time that particular night. So it's just like a situation to where if I hadn't put that in me, if I hadn't put the word in me and I was just still trying to go in my, in my strength, you know, it wouldn't have turned out that way. It would have been like a situation to where, you know, that boldness when it came out, I would have been just trying to get through it, you know, and yeah. things like that. So, so yeah.
0: Yeah. I love that too, because to me, as you were talking, it reminded me of like, you know, the fact of like the Lord wants us to let go of like our self-awareness, like our self-consciousness right. and really to set yeah. our eyes on him, you know, and, and make our lives about living for him. So praise God. Praise God. Love Amen. That. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, if you don't mind going ahead, I just wanted to ask that question.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, absolutely. So um so yeah, so after um, after I graduated college, um i I started a Christian production company, and I, I was already like while I was in college, I was already getting things set up um because I went to college, and my focus was entrepreneurship. And so, like I was in a program and things like that. And um, so I had resources and things like I actually got the opportunity to be even um, in Entrepreneur Magazine. And so um, I was putting together resources and really, um, you know, get a business plan together and, and 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 launch the company. And so we ended up um, in June of 2005 was when it, um, it launched. And then it was a situation to where. Um, let's see. 2006, so 2006 was like the first time, um, the first project that was released off of that. So we, um, it was a compilation album with a group of people. So we did a Christian rap album, it was a compilation album, and um, you know, ended up being a very blessed experience because it was me and like three of the guys, we all was around the same age. And what we did was, we was in like, well, two of the guys was in, in the same location and then, um, and then meet another guy was in close locations. And so we was like working together to record and get things done. And then we ended up putting that out. And then it was called the way, to truth to life. And it ended up being like, you know, a very blessed project, um, you know, with a focus on Jesus Christ, getting the word out. And then later on, um, a few years later, um, I I got the opportunity to to co-produce a play, um, a gospel uh, theme play um, called her story um, with the playwright. And that thing went very, very well. And so like God was really allowing me to like really some things because basically the vision for the company was I wanted to get Christian messages out like through different means of media. Um, and so like that was like that. And so um, just at, like after that time, um, also while this was going on, I'm still plugged into the church. I'm still like, you know, like evangelism was really becoming like more and more important to me as far as just learning how to evangelize in a way that was effective. And so there was a program called The Way of the Master um, that we actually, me and, and some brothers, um, you know, we, we found out about and we, we started utilizing that. And so we actually, um, at our church, we, we started utilizing that and putting that into practice. And, you know, we went out and did some some evangelizing and things like that. And, um, you know, I, I, I believed at that time, also around that time that I was called to the ministry. And so, you know, I, I ended up getting licensed and um, later on ordained. And um, you know, I ended up getting involved in preaching, and um, you know, it's it's really God just really took me from a person who really was not interested in preaching because, like, so my dad is a is a pastor. My dad's a preacher, and a lot of times when you're when you're a pastor's son, a lot of times people want to put you in that that lane. And like, I was more so comfortable with like one-on-one conversations. But like I said, through college, the college experience, it was like. God put me in a situation to where the the minister who was coming in wasn't available. So it's like, I had to, to teach, you know, I had to teach because I'm the type of person, I don't want things to fall off while I'm doing it. So anyhow, um, just th- throughout those experiences, I got the opportunity to really be groomed and be more prepared to, you know, put together messages and learning how to, you know, during the ministry training process, learning how to put sermons together and things like that. And so, um, so that was a blessing. And so, like during that time, you know, I was involved in preaching. And then also I, I started getting more involved, um, you know, releasing more music, more more Christian music, the opportunity to do some traveling and, and share the gospel. And um, but one thing I want to hit on was um I also got involved with prison ministry as far as volunteering at a prison. And so I can remember um one of the first times I ever did it, like it was a situation where I was on edge. But again, I had already been through the situation at the talent show. Where I've been in a hostile environment, so I'd already, you know, I already at least was groomed. You know, I feel like it's a situation to where God prepares you. And so I can remember going into, they had this, for starters, when I got into the the the, the whole check-in process, it's like this whole process of, you know, you got to go through a metal detector and all that kind of stuff. But then they give you this thing called a PPD with like this red, like, panic button on there, basically. And it's like, if you have any problems, press this. And so at that point, it kind of like, it kind of becomes more real, like, okay, where I'm at right now. Because you know where you're at, but it's kind of like, once you have that on, it's kind of more, you're kind of more aware of where you at. So, and I can remember like walking through. They had this area called the yard, and it was like prisoners were just out there walking around. And I didn't expect that. I guess I thought there was gonna be shackles or something, or like, you know, I didn't expect them just to be freely walking around. Back then, I had a fro, and I remember one of the guys like saying something about my fro. Like, you see my man's fro over there, and I'm like, man, these guys don't know no, I'm in here. They looking at me. So, anyhow, again, I'm kind of thinking like this is not like area I've been in before, Um, but I went in there, and it was almost like they had a gymnasium, and it was almost like they had like, was having like a prison talent show, like, I mean, it was like an open mic, and prisoners were just in there doing their thing, and so, um, and I remember like, like, it was a guy before me, maybe like, he wasn't right before me, but he was. He was maybe like two or three people before me, and he did this real like dark rap, like this so like he sold his soul to the devil type dark rap, and great. <laughs> I gotta follow this up, you know what I mean? So it's a situation <laughs> to where again though God had like already prepared me, so I just went in there and just went hard, you know, and like and, and just and people like respected it, and you know those people that was coming and talking to me afterwards, and they appreciated the fact that I came in there, and so again I feel like a lot of times with our experiences, God has like certain things where it's like he would take you back to certain things like, hey, I gave you a victory here. or I prepared you here. Like, now, now you ready for this. It's kind of like it, in sports, if you played an opponent that may have tested you, you know, and really gave you, like, a challenge. And, 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 and like, later on when you get another you went through that battle. Now it's time for this battle type of thing. So um, so anyhow, I did that that particular time. And then I eventually um, got the opportunity, like, like, as time went on, to actually get, like, a group of prisoners um, to where I went in on, like, a weekly basis for a period of time and, like, basically facilitated, like, a, a curriculum. And so it was an opportunity for me to be able to share with them and to be able to, to hear, like, their stories as well, you know, and, and to be able to let them know, like, like hey, you know, that, that Jesus is the answer. And I'll never forget, like, um, we showed, like, one, one of the days, it was around Easter, and we showed some of Passionate of the Christ. And just the way they was looking, they were like, man, why are they beating him like that? And just, like, a lot of the guys could relate, like, the like what he was going through. When they seen him get beat like that, it was like they could relate to – because, like, a lot of guys, you know, had just rough family situations and things like that. So, you know, just connecting with people, like, being able to, to connect with people and just see God at work and, and see people – even though I came from a, a different background than them, like having people respect – you know, had respect and be able to have a conversation, it was a blessing – and so, um, like, as time went on, I felt like my, my, like, calling or my focus was, like, discipleship, discipleship. And so that's really um, what I kind of more so kind of, like, shaped, like, my ministry around as far as, like, um, doing more things to, like, really help people to grow in their walk with Christ. Because, like, with evangelism, it was kind of a situation to where that's very important. At the same time, I didn't just want to just, like, lead somebody to Christ and then kind of just move on. Um, but I wanted to help people to grow in their relationship with Him, and I feel like with the um, with the different materials um, from you know a blog to having um, different media uh, um, things out, out there from videos to actual music and things like that. That was a way to you know to connect with people, things like that. So um, also an event that um, like at my my home church we did this event called the Summer Capture. And uh, basically what that was, it was like, you know, the capture was being fishers of men and basically trying to catch men, you know, to bring people in, men and women, but to bring people into the kingdom. And so what we would do is we would do free haircuts, free food, um, music, live music, and just have like a real like festive event and, you know, and, and have preaching going on as well. And it was a situation to where it was a community outreach type of thing. So I feel like discipleship and outreach um you know at the heart of really like what i do um during this time like during like i know i've talked about a lot of th- different things but during this time when i was kind of like um more uh, media things out there you know i eventually started a youtube channel at some point and probably about two years into my youtube channel i actually came across um like a young lady who who is now my wife <laughs> but i came across a youtube channel um we connected at, at, on YouTube and Twitter. Um, and so like at the time, I did not know she was going to be my wife. You know, we, we, but she was doing Christian spoken word and I was doing, you know, Christian rap. And um, I think at the time, that's pretty much my channel was pretty much music based. And then it, I eventually started adding more content and things like that. But anyhow, we was doing similar things. And so over the years, we saw each other stuff. Um, I think the first time was like 2012. We saw each other stuff. So anyhow, in 2000. 16, we kind of had more of a um more conversation kind of like um via like Twitter, the Twitter DM. Um there was something going on um where I think somebody was like looking for um uh Christian people did Christian art things like that. And so I knew she did that and I ended up reaching out to her about it. And um so anyhow, we started kind of talking a little bit more via like the Twitter DM, and then in 2017 we decided to meet in person. We had, we had had some more conversation through the Twitter DM and then we decided to, to meet in person. And so we met in person in like in May of um, 2017. And like, so I went in, I flew into where she was living because we was living in different states. I flew into where she was living and I wanted to, you know, um, meet her family and things like that. So I like flew in on a Saturday and then Sunday I went to her church and after I met her family and everything, we started a courtship. You know, when I to talked to her, her parents and everything, we started a courtship. And from May of 2017 to May of 2018, we courted and we got married in, in May of 2018. So it was actually the dates was like actually a year short of being a full year. I mean, like a few days short of being about a about a week or two short of being a full year. So we um we ended up getting married. Um, God brought us together. It was a beautiful and so we end up getting married and um and then we we end up relocating cuz we were in two different states to another state and so god has been has been blessing so much because like even when we talked to we talked to each other about like just our life experiences we was going through some of the same things wondering like okay like where is my spouse at you know type of thing because like you know we both had things that we desired and we was living like certain lifestyles. We both were virgins. And so we both was like, we wanted, we both really had desire to to be with, with a virgin. And so it was a situation where we got to start to know each other more and we started to like share more. And it's like, wow, it's like, you're a lot like me. Her dad is a pastor. My dad is a pastor. She was raised very similar. Um, and so Like there were some differences as well, but like very, very similar in some regards. So it's like, wow, okay. So um, we ended up, you know, like I said, we ended up getting married and like, you know, really starting a whole new fresh life in a, in a new state together. And and then God has really been using us like in team ministry as far as like, you know, to talk about marriage and to talk about, um, you know, even waiting and, you know, just even the different things you can do, like, you know, um, while you're waiting, just giving people strategies, because I feel like, you know, the enemy, he can throw things. He can throw things at people to try to get people off course. Um, but it's like when you really have a strategy, you really understand like, OK, this is what God puts in his word. First and foremost, because going back to what I was talking about, about being raised in a Christian home and getting the Bible early and getting my own relationship with Jesus Christ, it helped to shape my worldview. It helped to shape the way that I live my life. And I think that's so crucial to 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 let people know, as far as like, especially in times like today, is there's going to be a lot of people that say stuff. There may be people who laugh at you and all that kind of stuff or people who just don't get it. But at the end of the day, when you stand in God's word and you know that, you know, that, that you are doing what he's called you to do. Then you know, you know you're gonna be all right. With that being said, um, you know, God brought us together and we've been doing team ministry. Um, you know, she has a YouTube channel, I have a YouTube channel, and then we have a channel together. And sometimes she comes on my channel, sometimes I go on her channel, and then you know, sometimes we post videos on the channel together. And th- the married life is a blessing. I mean, there's a lot of things that people say, like about marriage and things like that, but I can tell you like when you do it God's way, I can tell you this much: when you do it God's way, it's a beautiful thing, you know. And so, like God has been doing some some awesome things in our lives. And um, one of the things that we, because we got married, like I mentioned, in two thousand eighteen, and one of the things that we wanted to do after a while, we we you know we we've been praying and we wanted to, and so, and we wanted to have a home birth. And so we what we did was, you know, um, we we learned about some different like um. Methods as far as like you know, um, like method called the fam method, and so we we wanted to plan out the birth and things like that, but we wanted to do things in a natural way, and so um, anyhow we conceived our first child, and then um, like we we went through the process to learn about home birth and everything, and we actually had our baby at home earlier this year in March, and so we have a beautiful baby girl. So it, it was a blessing because I know. You know, like there's a lot of things about like home birth can it work? But like we have faith and and God connected us with a good Christian midwife. And so it's just like there's so much I kind of like I know I kind of been maybe moving along quick because there's so much I could have filled in. But I just want to say that, like, when I say that God is faithful, like God is faithful. And sometimes, you know, you can go through periods of time where you don't understand or periods of time where people um, you know, are, are may say things that, that discourage you or may put things out there and make you think, oh, you're being too picky or you're trying to, you know, you just need to just just move ahead and do, do it this way type of thing. But when you do things God's way and, and you're sure that you're following him, that's the key. When you're spending time in the Word and you're trusting him and you do doing things God's way, like, like there would be awesome results. And so, like, that in a nutshell is kind of what I wanted to share. I know, like, just the way this went, I felt like yeah. I was kind of rambling, but that's kind of like you know, in a nutshell. The yeah,
0: I like it. I like it though because um, I mean, the points that you touched on to me as I was just kind of listening to what you were sharing, it's it's highlighting to me a couple of things. One that you you know you walk with boldness um, in your faith, and then two, you live for God, right? And I know you you mentioned you know definitely your upbringing instill uh, that way of living in you from a child um yeah. and there have been so many challenges along the way that I guess it, the best way I can put it is like your faith increased in the Lord to him yeah. to, for him to cover you now yeah. how do how do you like how do you so taking taking yourself and seeing some of the things you've been through and how the Lord has moved for you but someone who's mm. not necessarily like grew up, as a Christian with that same foundation,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: you know, God is faithful. How do you Absolutely. summarize that? Like, you know, in terms of here's how you walk in boldness and live for God and not, right. you know, like take in the ways of the world. Like you said no to so many things that were temptations that came across your path, but yet you stayed on the right path mm-hmm. now. And God God was faithful to you in that. So how do you say this to someone else? Like hey, here's how you walk in boldness. Hey, here's how you live for God. Um, and this is what the Lord has done for me. How do you say that to someone else?
1: Yeah, well, I think this, the where it starts is the fact that it's just the relationship with him and him working through me because there's things that if it was in my own power, my own strength, that I never would have been able to do it. So I think that's the first thing is just once you take the pressure off of yourself and you just like, this is God. Like now the thing about it, Use the tools that He gave you. You know, I mean, it's like if you're building a house and you're just trying to build a house with your with your bare hands and not using the tools, then yeah, it's going to be challenging. But use the tools that He gave you, meaning the Word of God, like really getting in you some some Bible verses that you can stand on, like reading the Bible, like reading the entire Bible. That's something that I think that um, is important. That like you know, there's because there's so much meat in the Bible. There's so many great things and lessons to learn in the Bible, and there's so many layers to it. So I would say to invest time into, like, getting the whole Bible in, like, and if you have to start off with maybe, like, an audio Bible, you know, and, and listen to it while you're driving, but getting that word in you, because, like, for me, that's what I live off of. Like, that's what like, the word is, like, that's what I live off of, like, the different messages this and the, that I've heard, um, the different things I've learned in the Bible. Um, I, that, that's what I live off of. So I like to meditate on the word and to have certain scriptures, like, okay, if something comes up, I can remember this. So I would say to somebody who's, even if somebody, if they're listening, they're not, even, they're not even saved right now. I would say, just give your life to Christ and just take the for yourself and just cast your cares on Christ. Because when you cast your cares on Christ and you realize what, what he can do, it's like, it's an awesome thing. And I, I'll put it to you like this. Some people now I'm the oldest, so like I am the big brother. But some people you may know who was like was younger and they may have had like a big brother that was just big and, and, and really could like was intimidating. Like if they had that big brother, they was confident, like, man, I got my big bro over here. So you ain't going to do nothing to me type of thing, you know, and, and they knew <laughs> if they had to fight that person on their own, they, they, they would be in trouble. So I look at it like in a situation to like look at God in a much bigger sense. But look at him is your source, the source of your strength. And then just start from there. Also, having like, with that being said, getting connected to a good body of believers, getting connected to you know a good church, and like people like even on a smaller like level, like as far as like people that you can connect to that you uh, that you connect to that you can call up, and you know people know and seek God for it, pray about it, He'll direct you to the people. Uh, those are the things that I would say is important. Is first of all like casting your cares on Him, having that relationship with Him. And then having a support system, a strong support system, they can encourage you as well.
0: Amen. Praise God. Yeah, I think those things are so vital and important to to uh, you know someone walking out that out that kind of lifestyle for the Lord. So praise the Lord for sharing everything that you, um, you share today and just testifying like overcoming fear is possible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and living for the Lord is possible. You know. So yeah, God bless you, Javan. I appreciate your time today for sure. Thank you, Taki. Praise the Lord for Javan's testimony. You know, it was encouraging to see him ministering to people in challenging circumstances, yet overcoming it. Praise God. That's that is so encouraging, because that's truly how the Lord wants us to face any challenge that's in our life is to overcome it because God is with us. And so praise God for that. Um, If this testimony has blessed you, please share. Um, interact with us, let us know how this is blessing you. Also, I encourage you to share the testimony with other people as well. Pass along the good news. It's only going to increase the kingdom of God. And so um, you can reach out to us on um, my testimony uh, podcast. <laughs> Um, on Instagram or mytestimonypodcast.com on my website um, and just share, you know, how everything is blessing you on this particular platform. I'm so happy to um, hear from you. And also, if you want to share your testimony on this podcast, I'll be happy to have you on as well. So I can hear everything that the Lord has done in your life. It's only going to bless you and um, many other people. So. I pray that um, this testimony has edified you and encouraged you. And until next time, I pray that the Lord bless you, keep you and encourage you to continue sharing your testimonies.